What's up, everybody, and welcome to the True Love and Orgasms podcast. I'm your uh. host. <laughs> I'm your host, uh, Dave, and with me, as always, is the beautiful and talented Bad Betty. Hi. How's it going, babe? I'm good. You're good. Well, that's good. Well, that concludes today's episode. Thank you, everybody, for uh, listening to this horse shit. No, let's. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm smooth. Fantastic. Speak into the microphone, please. Hello. There we go. So we were going to talk about one thing, but we can circle back to that. You brought up something pretty interesting before we started here. Jizz. 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 Yes, I did. And you said there's so many benefits and applications, and I'm intrigued. So Absolutely. I think there are many women that would agree with me. Um it has so many youthful qualities. That's the main thing. Explain. So you hear a lot about um, collagen, right? Collagen and what's the other one that's found in a lot of makeup products? Um, oh, man. It's, it's, it's escaping me right now. It's in my hyaluronic yes, acid. Yes, hyaluronic I think I acid. I fucked that up. You know that was an accident, right? The hyaluronic acid? Yeah, that they discovered that was good for uh, for skincare. Why do you know this? I actually, I just seen it yesterday. I'd seriously? So while I was in the shower, I had a YouTube video playing. <laughs> and it was an ad, one of those fucking ads that go on for like half an hour. Yeah. And it was, I forget what exactly they developed it for, but it was in a, in a medication, an oral medication. An oral medication? Oral. Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) It's all that useless information you just fucking pop out of nowhere. It's like, oh, yeah, that's this. Well, I think it's, I think the the more interesting, ironic part is you bring it up and it's like, oh, I just heard this thing like yesterday. That happens a lot. About this random shit that nobody cares about. That happens often with us. Back to jizz. (laughs) You're saying jizz is, or, sorry, technical terms. Seminal fluid <laughs> is um, I like rich. Jizz better. Okay, we'll go with jizz. You're saying it's rich in collagen and hyalur or high hyaluronic. 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 Yes. It does smooth the face. I mean, in my experience, when it's you know all over my face, um, it's it it has that smoothing effect, and I'm telling you, like. Any type of eye cream or facial cream or primer or anything like that does not give me the same effect. Like if I can bottle your shit and use it on the daily, I would. But you're gone most of the time, babe. Well, let's. <laughs> we're working on that. Um, so are you telling me that these these products that are out there mm-hmm. potentially contain semen? They should. If they don't, <laughs> do you think that's a job, dude? There's like a business. The f- that's do you think a that's business. a job at the factory? It has like to there's be. somebody there who has to, you know, meet a certain daily quota. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> and he's just got that one jacked arm. Or do you think he all? <laughs> I, fucking Popeye. <laughs> I would assume. I would assume that a professional would alternate. <laughs> you think so? I would assume so. I mean, if it was me. I don't know. You have your favorite hand, I guess. You know. That's true. You know, you have your favorite side, but we're talking about professional. Or ejaculation. Yeah, but or you can use the opposite, you know, where it's the stranger. What is it that they call it? The stranger. So I think what you're referring to is when you you wake up 
and you've been laying on your hand and it's numb. There you go. And you're like, well, all right. And it's called the stranger. <laughs> there cause, you go. Because you can't feel it. Yes, because it feels like somebody else's hand because you have no feeling <laughs> in it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Women don't have that problem. How so? So we don't your, need Your hands don't go numb? No, you don't need the stranger danger thing. You don't. The stran- stranger, stranger danger. danger. <laughs> what? Stranger hand thing. Stranger danger. I went immediately to kidnapping. Did you see that? <laughs> you did. Um, but nobody's. I don't think. I don't think anybody's saying that. You know, it's it's a need. Are you kidding me? It's just making use of what's there. Like, yeah, you know what the fuck? I just woke up. My hands numb. Bottle of Jergens just happens to be right there. It's not a need. It's all that's ever talked about or insinuated or out there. You're going to need to clarify. You're going tangent on me here. I am going tangent. Um, Everything out there sexually. You know what I'm trying to say. You're trying to get it out of me. Yeah, you need to explain yourself. I may know, but let's say somebody takes a chance to listen to this and they might not know what you're talking about. Everything is so hypersexualized. Everything out there from commercials. I mean, Jesus Christ, look at the freaking the ad that came out not too long ago with Balenciaga and Kim Kardashian and the Topical. whole yeah, and the whole what the hell the teddy BDM. bear in yeah, um, the whole teddy bear S&M issue S and M yeah gear and BS. There's apparently uh, some paperwork laying on the bed as well that is case files from a yeah. some pedophile was it child porn or some shit like that that so, they yeah, claim was just there something <laughs> no it was it was legal documents from a case where the defendant was trying to make a case i'm i'm totally riffing here but i'm kind of in the wheelhouse i just remember the names and what it was specifically mm-hmm. but they were trying to make a case that the child porn that they possessed they were they were trying to make it uh like it was okay. Like it's not Wow. They're not hurting anybody, that kind of thing. Like giving a valid excuse for why they had this uh child pornography. Jeez. Or CP as it's been referred to. And that's the thing too. Like why is it and not just recently, but I think it's it's more out there ever since like the Me Too movement and on, everything is freaking about sex. Look at the whole Epstein thing. Epstein, sex, me too, sex. Everything is all about fucking sex. Like, just keep it in your goddamn pants. Jesus Christ. Like, what? what is it? Okay. What is it? So you're, you're on the ledge of diving into an abyss of self-righteousness <laughs> right now. And I'm going to pull you back for a second because <laughs> it's always been that way. It's, you go back to... The earliest advertising, let's say Coca-Cola ads from the 1800s. There's a woman on there. Yes. So they established early on that sex sells. What depict, what decided how how they could use it was based on decency laws. Like there's there's only so far you could go, and now it's like anything goes. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, nothing goes. It depends who's saying it now. Like our conversation yesterday, which is what we were going to touch on today mm-hmm. about in certain um, video platforms, I'm not going to say names, mm-hmm. 
um, video sharing platforms. They're, they're, um, what's the word I'm looking for? What are you trying to describe? <coughs> instead of saying sexual assault, they're saying S-A instead of rape. Oh, it's R. God. Insta- yes. They're, they're hiding these words as if they're offensive somehow. Right. So I'm not going to tell, I'm not going to try to tell a business how to run their business. If they don't want that stuff being said, that's fine. But how do you bring awareness? Yes. Why are you why are you hiding it? Like yeah. I could see an argument of okay, children watch this stuff. Fair enough. But that's the problem. That's the problem right there. How do you tell how do you how do you teach a boy, right? How do you teach a boy instead of teaching the girl? That's the thing that bugs the fuck out of me is instead of instead of teaching the girl, "Oh, cover yourself up." Cover yourself up from head to fucking toe. Wear a turtleneck. Cover your legs and everything. Why not teach the boy to show some fucking respect? That's the problem. That's the shit that happens in schools. Like you're, oh, you got to cover your shoulder. Like so many freaking things are out there. So many court cases are out there about the girls who are getting suspended or sent home or whatever. And even the fathers are defending their daughters. And he's like, "What do you mean? She's wearing, you know, the the." the bylaws or whatever the hell it, it's called in the, in the school, what is it? The dress code. In the dress code, it says it has to be this high or this short or whatever. They follow those guidelines, and those children still get sent home. Those girls still get sent home because it are might they, trigger are, but, a boy. But are they following those guidelines? They are. It's the thing. And so there's I proof think the issue – so I don't disagree with, with you know, limiting – in this, the school world, right? I grew up going to school with uniforms on, and every girl tried to work their way around that. Mm-hmm. Hem the skirt up a little bit shorter, yeah. tie it up in the middle, show a little midriff. And we're right. talking like seventh, eighth fucking grade. And here's the right? thing. That's the age where girls are just starting puberty, <clears throat> discovering their bodies. And it's okay for, see, the boys can go and fucking jack off at that age, and they can do it in their own. But the girls are just starting to find out what their bodies are like, what it's... So everything overall outside of individual cultural influences, Mm -hmm. which we'll get into at some point, nobody's telling girls that they can't explore their own body as well. Right. It's obviously. Yes, they are. No, they are. But the boys are being told that, too. In certain realms. Mm -hmm. Right. It's it's the same thing. It goes both ways. But the girls are shamed a lot more for it. Very much so. So I agree 100% that in a building full of teenagers with raging fucking hormones mm-hmm. who can't can, can barely control themselves, that, yeah, everybody should have to not walk around like they're working, you know, down at the club. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. And that's, I think, in the best interest of the safety of everyone. You know, it reduces the boys' urge to act when they see a girl that they're into and it keeps the girls safer too you disagree with this dude i disagree because you're telling the girl to do one thing but the guys can do whatever the hell they want no nobody's saying that you're putting those words in my mouth no no no. nobody's saying that the boys can do whatever they want no see that's what i'm saying nobody's saying that but that's what's happening the boys can do whatever the hell they want can Dress however the hell they want, but the second a girl wears a, a, it's hot as fuck. This the majority of the schools don't have even AC. These girls come in with a t- let's say a tank top, regular shorts down to her knees, right? She's gonna get sent home because she's got a fucking spaghetti strap. 
go home and put a t-shirt on. Why? Because the boys are going to look at you and they're going to get excited. So I'm not familiar with this example that you're giving. It's, it's happened often, and it's on the news all the damn time, every fucking summer, and then you have the parents coming in arguing the fact. So what I feel, I feel that that is an overcorrection. In I'm talking s- about girls showing up where their, you know, their tits are barely covered and no, they got their belly hanging that out. That I agree with. short, so goddamn short, their ass cheeks are hanging yeah, out. Yeah, I've if, seen that. If a boy, let's say a homosexual boy, shows up to school with super short shorts on, a half shirt and half a nut hanging out, somebody's going to say something, right? <laughs> like, is that cool? Is that appropriate? Absolutely like, you've heard not. me bitch about this. Like, yeah. in the summertime, the girl's walking around, she's, like, just wearing pasties and a fucking bung. Like, yeah. We've the seen fuck? them. Remember the girl we saw at Walmart with no bra on? Yeah. All? You can see her nipples. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. And it's like, oh, I'm hot. Well, I'm hot, okay. too. Can I, <laughs> can I air my balls out and just let it swing free? Is that cool? <laughs> Or is that going to get me a talking to with the Walmart? You know? <laughs> Yo, that'll get you arrested. <laughs> <sighs> there is a huge problem with males who see women as things. Yes. Not as human beings. Yes, and that's the But issue. there is also a high percentage of females who walk around enjoying that attention, right? So they play into it just the same. Some, yes. And I think some of that is brought upon by the females that do play into that. And the guys think, well, every girl thinks like that. Every girl, well, well, all right. Anybody's listening, we're here to tell you right now, not every girl likes that. No. If you make a cat call at a girl and you're like, hey, baby, nice ass, can I get up in that? And they look at you like they're terrified, you need to fucking stop. Right. Right then and there. It needs to end. Yeah. Because you're scaring that girl. So let's talk about that a little bit. Even Let's talk time. about a woman's thought process Every time that you have to leave the house mm-hmm. and go. It's fucking scary. I can't, I can't go to the gas station without you, without being approached or commented on or, Jesus Christ, anything. Anything at all. Like, I, I just went to put gas in the car and I get approached by a guy on a fucking bicycle asking me for my phone number. Or I went to the gas station and I did my hair differently that day. And the guy behind the counter was like, oh, hi, little girl. Like, just real creepy. And it's it's all the fucking time. It's all the time. And it's... It's all stoppy there. Now, what, how, what would you, how would you reply to a man who hears you say this and says, geez, what's the problem? Just complimenting you. Can't you take a compliment? No, I don't. You should appreciate it. I don't reply at all because it's... No, I'm saying somebody just asked you that question. Somebody mm-hmm. just wrote into the show and okay. asked you that question. What's your problem? You can't take a compliment? I'm trying to make you feel better. You should, you should appreciate what I said. Yeah, you don't know me. You don't know me. <clears throat> and that is the most important part of this is you don't. You don't know that person's story. Mm-hmm. You don't know what they've been through. You don't know what they've experienced. You don't know how they view the world. You, as a male, get to walk around unless, you know, yes, obviously sexual assaults happen to men, but I, w- I would argue not as frequently. There's not as many. No- the numbers aren't, are skewed a little bit there. Right. So most men get to walk around being with the what's the the predator mentality mm-hmm. right i'm looking for a woman right right 
And they go out there and they think that if they do these ignorant-ass things to you that they've been taught growing up, this is how you talk to women, mm-hmm. they think that you should appreciate that. You should be con- you should feel flattered right. that they noticed you. But that's not the case. No. At all. You don't know that woman's past. You don't know any any of that. Any of that. It's just like that documentary we saw. The documentary we saw where the girl's walking down New York City and she recorded within one hour how many times she was catcalled or put upon or pressed upon or asked for her number in one hour. And it was like, what was the number? Like over a hundred something? And yeah, it was, it was insane. It was insane. And then they stopped the one guy who was catcalling and they said, do you have a daughter? And he said, yes. How would you feel if your daughter was being called the way you just did to that woman? And he had to stop it because he didn't think about it. And he was like, well, it wasn't, it wasn't good fun. And then he stopped and it was like, damn, I would be super pissed if my daughter was getting kicked. So at least that guy, you know what I mean? He had a, a, an epiphany moment, you know, in that moment. Whether or not it changed after that, I don't know. But he had an epiphany. <laughs> in that moment because yeah if your daughter was being catcalled like that you would not like it no you wouldn't and so that's the thing like most people don't think and speaking from a male's perspective like i was never i was never that guy saying ignorant things to women like hey what's up you know none of that shit never right because i was raised by a woman who taught me to respect women in in almost militaristic style Mm mm-hmm so there was one time that I was like aggressively hit on by a female, mm-hmm. much older than me. I was in Home Depot, mm-hmm. and this fucking woman was eyeballing me from I walked in. I'm like, I figured she was watching to make sure I wasn't stealing. Right. I get up to the counter and she's like comparing me to her ex husband, and she's <laughs> like, "We should go on a date and all this shit." And it was like the most uncomfortable fucking shit. I'm just trying to. I was trying to buy. So, we were, I forget. Oh, we were fixing the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I was just trying to buy like some screws and some some pipe dope. Like, leave me alone. Like, I'm just trying to do something. And I walk out and I'm like, I just feel dirty, you know. And I'm like, so that's what it's like, huh? Every day, every day, every time we go out. Yes. I remember telling you when you know you and I get first got together. It's just like it looks. It's exhausting. Yeah. It's exhausting hearing about it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, of course, never when I'm standing next to you. No, because it never will be. Because yeah. you're right there. It, it's like the second, just today. Fucking today. We were together all day. No eye contact, nothing. Nobody said a damn thing. The second I go to the store by myself, I'm approached. The second I'm alone. It's, uh, yeah, it's not fun. And it's exhausting. So what's the, um, what's the lesson here? If you could if you could speak to all the young men out there who are coming of age headed out into the world what would you tell them I would tell them to look at these females as if they were their own daughter or baby sister family member if it was their own mother getting hit on in that way you know it's just just have some respect that's it just have some respect because i mean Jesus, look at me and you. Every single person in my life that I've ever, I was the one that was always approached. When it came between me and you, who approached you? 
I approached you. No, I don't remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> I believe you were walking by and I was like, hey, what's up, baby <laughs> Not <girl>? at all. <laughs> you looking for some of this? Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. And I was doing some sort of hip gyrating in your Not direction, at I all. believe. <laughs> I, I remember thinking, what is up with this dude? This is different. Like, holy shit. And I approached you. It was different. It was different definitely something i'd never experienced before and which is probably so is that how i suckered you into this yes (laughs) (laughs) and just like that boys that's how you do it listen to the master i'll be releasing my how-to guide um it's going to be called getting them bitches (laughs) (laughs) completely the opposite of what we're trying to do here So, we ran off on a bit of a tangent there. Yeah. Let's get back to some of this uh, PC labeling of certain terms referring to uh, sexual, aggressive sexual encounters. Now, I, I disagree with the censorship of real terms. Yeah. You know, like... Why beat around the bush and why limit awareness for number one, young females and also the young males who need to, who need a good lesson. A lot of them need a good lesson in how to, how to treat a female or a male if, you know, that's what you're into. But there's always like, there's always the more sensitive of the, of the two and even a same sex relationship, right? Oh yeah. So there's there's a right way and there's a wrong way and so many people use the wrong way. And I don't think suppressing the terms and hiding it from everyone is the answer. Nope. I really don't. It's not. So I can see an argument being made of, oh well, if you say if you say the word rape, you may trigger someone who has gone through it. I can see that argument. But I also disagree with that argument. I can see that argument, but trust me, it's already there. Yeah. It's, it's already there. It's already there. And if these terms are going to affect you, and we're only speaking on this, we're not speaking on this ignorantly. At all. We are very familiar with the topic. Yes. And, you know, I'm sure that'll we'll open up about that more at a later date. Mm-hmm. But... If the term causes that much anxiety in you, then that is a sign, that is a red flag that you need to seek help Yes. for what you've, what you've gone through. Absolutely. And I'm not saying that's scolding anyone. It's just, you know, maybe a little self-awareness, mm-hmm. like helping out. Like, get that help, right? If words are hurting you, then there's something much deeper there that needs to be dealt with. 100%. I was about to chill that for you. That's all right. I'll take it raw and warm. <laughs> Just how I like it. <laughs> Casey Anthony. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so this all kind of ties in. Oof. So we it both does. we both just recently watched 
the documentary on Peacock with Casey Anthony, three-part series. She's finally come out and spoken about, you know, basically telling her side of the story Mm -hmm. of what happened. If you're not familiar with this case, Casey Anthony and Kaylee Anthony is her daughter who was found murdered. Casey was accused and charged and acquitted overall after a lengthy trial. Mm -hmm. So if you're not familiar with that story, go dig it up on YouTube or something and get up to speed and then come back and listen to this. But I will warn you, spoiler alerts. She was considered the most hated woman in America when her case came up. And I was I was one of those people. And then I saw this documentary. And holy shit, man. Okay, stop there. I know you're very familiar with the case. We both mm-hmm. watch and listen to a lot of true crime stuff. I remember the day that this happened, mm-hmm. that this little girl went missing. Mm-hmm. Actually, it was a month after because it took a month before they reported it. Right. But I remember seeing it as breaking news on CNN or something at the time. Yep. <clears throat> so I kind of had the uh, the whole thing shoved down my throat for quite some time because it was on every day, all day, right? Yep. And then all the YouTube videos and documentaries and all that, I always watched them. I found it interesting. Like, Jesus Christ, this woman murdered her kid. Yep. Like, how could you do that? I thought the same thing. You know, and they their claim is that the reason that she murdered her daughter was because she wanted to live the party life and go out and have a good time. Mm-hmm. And she's seen her daughter as an obstacle and something in the way of her having a good time. Right. So after watching the documentary, all three parts, did she do it? No. I don't believe she did at all. Crazy because I was at the complete, I was on the complete other side initially. I was on the other side. I was like, she fucking did it. And what a scumbag accusing her dad of this, that, and the other. And after watching the documentary, man, you want to talk about a good fucking defense. That shit. It's, I'm on the other side. So I agree as well. I came out of that thinking, I don't think she did this. Nope. She was railroaded. I think she knew. What happened, mm-hmm. but I don't think she did this. Nope. I lost my thought. <laughs> it's the, the, it, like we said, it ties into what we were talking about, about <clears throat> having past trauma. It ties yes. into that. So, yes, but I'm not there yet. I feel. Like, I don't know what I want to say because I forgot everything. I tell you what, after (laughs) watching it, I felt so self-righteous and fucking judgmental. Like, I felt like, holy shit. So I went into that. I went into it thinking this bitch is guilty. Yep. Me too. What kind of horse shit, Mm -hmm. fake crying nonsense is she going to deliver? So every time she came on screen. Yep. And I like to think I got a pretty good bullshit meter. Yeah. Every time she came on screen, I'm paying attention. I'm looking dead in her eyes. Yeah. Like, all right, where's this bitch flinching? Where is she flinching? And I'm like, the Same. more I watch, I'm like, I'm believing her. Yep. Why am I believing her? Yeah, because you've seen it. And I don't feel bad for her. I have no nope. connection to her or her life whatsoever. But I was trying to be, uh, what's the word? Objective? Objective, yeah. It's like. I'm pretty sure she's guilty, and I'm not going to believe a word out of her mouth here, but I'll give it a chance. Mm -hmm. And when she started talking about the abuse, the abuse that she suffered, and her reaction, and the things she was saying, now, unless she 
practiced and strategized for the last 10 years mm-hmm. about how she was going to come off in this and basically pulled off the greatest acting performance in the history of the universe. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure her story is legit. Yeah. She was definitely abused yes. by her father. Mm-hmm. Now, I say definitely, but I'm not saying definitely, if you know what I mean. So stop being bitches. <laughs> Sending me all kinds of shit saying you don't know who it is and blah, blah, blah. I'm not defaming anybody. Nah, man. It's... I'm basing this solely off... Our experience, babe. (sighs) Just put it out there. Our Our own experience. experience, Our own experiences. And the things that have come out of her mouth. Mm -hmm. You know? And it's like... It's almost verbatim. Yeah. You know, what... When you and I started delving into... Mm -hmm. What happened in your past. Yeah. And... Man, I couldn't help but feel like I started to feel bad for her. Yeah. And then the way she laid out the story, I'm like, I was I was taking notes while I'm watching this. I showed you after we we talked yeah. about it afterwards. I kind of had I kind of had the story figured out. I knew where she was going. Yeah. I knew where she was going, and I'm like, I know what happened by like the middle of the second episode. Mm-hmm. And then they laid out the same exact thing. I was thinking, I'm like, either they just like set me up brilliantly. Yeah. But nothing's ever... No. Nobody's ever manipulated my mind that well. No. He fucking groomed her. He groomed her. Since she was... Now, imagine that. He groomed his own daughter ever since she can remember, right? All the way up until adulthood. And she said... Like we said, spoiler alerts. She said she was going to... She should have left when she, the second she found out she was pregnant. But she never, ever in a million years thought that he would be doing the same thing to her, right? So let's stop right there. If you're listening to this and you haven't watched this documentary and go for some reason it. you want to watch it, watch you might want to pause and go check this out before you continue listening to our ramblings about it. Oh, yeah. So my abbreviated assessment of the whole thing is... Because it's like, why is nobody looking into the dad? Mm-hmm. Why why aren't they doing this? And then we brought up one thing that you mentioned about how her body was found. Mm-hmm. And then the brother came out yep. after the fact and said, well, that's the same exact way that our father would wrap up our pets when they died. Yep. With the duct tape and the plastic bag. And I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. And like blew my mind, right? But then I thought... Well, at the same time, she's seen that too, right? No, fuck that. Like, that, that's how she knew how to dispose of a body. Yes, yes. But I'm playing devil's advocate yes, here a little bit. Yes, But what father would claim it was all an accident, right? But be a fucking lead witness for the prosecution knowing the possibility is the death penalty for your daughter. I want to say it was an accident. I want to say ten times or something. He testified against her. Yes, as as their star witness. Yes, that is a guilty pretty, man. Pretty suspect that he was advocating for his daughter's death penalty. Yeah, that's a guilty man who wants to hide shit. <sighs> yeah, and then the video of him at the at the funeral what talking the about fuck her. Fuck was that? Yeah. The oh, s- I the smell of I her smell sweet her sweat, sweat after mer- playing. Most like, of all, like and he's like he's like looking up at the sky, moving his head back and forth, like he's literally like, got his hand in his pocket. Himself? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, it was brutal. It, it was, was and, and to see was, her reaction, yes. seeing it the first time, yes, 
her reaction was the like, shit that got me. You that can't was, fake that. That you was can't. that was a genuine. Like I've been around quite a few pathological liars in my day, mm-hmm. and yes, they believe their lie, but you there's always them. something. Especially once you bust them once, there's you know all their tells, right? <clears throat> that she was not faking that man. So I, I do suspect that since the fa- her father was uh, a former police officer, yes. that he got a lot of favor, and the other the detectives seen him as yes. one of their own. He was immediately out of the lineup. The second they knew, oh, he used to be a cop, out of the lineup, and her reaction. Not only was it was it her reaction to how he was describing her sweat, right? But her reaction when she realized, oh, my God, he molested my daughter. Her reaction to that, you can't fake that. You can't So that, that's speculation. There's no proof of that. There but, I mean, if you had to, if you had to buy in 100% and say, okay, the dad had something to do with this. And you could start connecting the uh, connecting the pieces mm-hmm. that were missing. You could definitely put together a story saying that the father was abusing the daughter. Yes. And while Casey was sleeping, and he was doing his thing with the daughter, or whatever, or the yeah, the the three year old. And Dude. she brought up early in the documentary about how if she fussed and she fought him when he was abusing her as a child, he would put a pillow over her face and smother her, right? Yes. Just to keep her quiet. Yes. Not intending to hurt her or anything, just didn't want to get caught. He would put her to sleep. So it's not that far of a stretch to think that he may have been doing the same thing in the house. It's quiet. It's just them two. And Casey's sleeping in the other room. He doesn't want to wake her up. She tries to silence her, holds it there a little bit too long. Yes. I think we know the result of that. Yes. And then he plays the whole she drowned, blames his own daughter, and because she's conditioned, and she's not only conditioned, but she's, <clears throat> what's that word? What's that word that they use? Brainwashed. Brainwashed, conditioned, and groomed from childhood. She's listening to everything her father is saying. Well, he used to be a cop. So I'm going to go and do my thing. And then there's that whole disassociation thing. So that that's interesting that you bring that up because I... At the start of it, you know, the whole 31 days, she did not report her daughter missing for 31 days. And I'm like, how the fuck are you going to explain that? Right. Good luck. Wow me. And it was plausible, man. Yeah. It was plausible. You know, they once you... So in order to to believe her and to understand it a little bit, you have to understand the effects of trauma on a child. Now, we're not doctors, we're not psychologists, but we are first-hand experiencers. Yes. Um, If you understand that, then this story makes total sense. So what I'm seeing right now, because I was interested to see, like, how... You know, the, the YouTube channels and the podcast were all going to react to this documentary. Like, mm-hmm. is, is this going to change anybody's mind? And everybody's shitting on it, right? They're like, no, this bitch is still lying. But everything they're referencing is stuff she did back then. Right. Now, if she has undergone a decade of trauma therapy and legitimately changed her life, then you cannot apply those same things to her now. No. So then in that scenario, I can make some sense out of those 31 days. If, she, if her father... Her abuser, who still has this control over her, even in her 20s, 
told her that Kaylee's fine. I'm keeping her somewhere. Don't tell anybody anything mm-hmm. or something bad's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So she's scared for her daughter. And then we're talking about, uh, you just said the word. Disassociation. The disassociation. Dissociation? Disassociation. Yeah, that word. Once again, we know firsthand mm-hmm. you can do some wild shit and not recall it yeah. and just kind of become a different person. And 100%. that's anytime you you push somebody who has suffered this kind of trauma to this degree, anything, anything you push them trigger. into it, into a situation, this is how they react. Mm-hmm. They just get their brain like shuts the fuck off and they go on autopilot. I thought about that, right? So they they bring up I'm noticing that they bring up often the when they're in jail and they're talking to her on the phone, right? The mother's talking to her. She continuously asks for her dad. So they're like, "Well, if he was abusing her, why is she always asking for her dad?" Because he was the one that brainwashed and abused her all those years. So she's listening to the person who brainwashed her, obviously. And the one the one person who was supposed to protect her, her mother, who didn't, why the fuck would she want her mom? She wouldn't want her. Yeah, the way she treated her mother made a whole lot of sense. It, perfect sense, You know, man. seeing her as, you know, you let this happen. I can never tell you. So she grew to resent her mother, which is something you experienced. Yes. You know, even though it wasn't her committing the atrocities, no. it wasn't, she wasn't allowing it. It wasn't. But she, the you know, the person you look to, to save you, right? Your safety net, your mother, yeah, wasn't there. Yeah, and it's not that it's logical. None of it is logical. It doesn't sound logical, right? To people outside looking in who've never experienced anything like that, they're like, "Well, why didn't she just tell her mom? Why didn't she just?" If you've never been in it, if you've never been that person being brainwashed or being conditioned to think a certain way from childhood, you you don't know. You don't know what that's like. You know, it's the same thing as um, abusive relationships. Mm-hmm. When a a man is physically abusing his wife or a woman is physically abusing her husband. We mm-hmm. know somebody who's going through that right now. A male yes. that has been the the victim of domestic violence. Yes. They stay. Yes. They stay. You'll get them out of it. They'll have a moment of clarity, and they're like, I'm leaving. I'm out of here. Call the cops, and then they won't want to press charges. They'll go back. They think they mm-hmm. can fix it, mm-hmm. but I think it's mostly based in fear. Yes. It's based in fear, especially when that person's making threats. Like, if you leave me, I'll kill myself. I'll kill this or that. Yes. You, the kids, whatever the case may be. And fear keeps you there. And if you're talking about a child, like, mm-hmm. you... You as an adult, you are the product of what you were exposed to as a child. Mm-hmm. And there's no way around that. Can you change it? Can you fight through it? Of course you can. But you have to you have to face what it is that you are. You have to face the past. You have to. You have to face the past in order to move forward. And we've we've learned that firsthand. I've learned that firsthand. And I think that'll be that'll be an interesting topic to uh, delve into in depth as we go forward here. Mm-hmm. You ready to do it right now? Just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> that's like that's Dude, like four that's episodes. A, that's right a few there. episodes yeah. there. <laughs> but it is something, man. 
So you believe her 100%. There's no doubt. There's no doubt in my mind. Talking to the microphone. No doubt in my mind. Into the front. They don't work on the side. No doubt in my mind. (laughs) You heard it there, folks. 100%. You know, I haven't seen all the media out there about this, but I think we might be the first ones to be on our side here. I think so, too. Now, I'm not saying what she did was right. If she knew that something happened to her daughter and she didn't say nothing about it. So here's the thing. Did she know something happened to her daughter? I believe so, yes. Do I believe she did it? Hands on, did she kill her daughter? I do not believe that, no. Not at all. Do I believe that her father coerced her into doing this whole fucking sham of a freaking search or whatever the hell? I do. I believe the trauma that he put her through and all that shit that he had put her through with the abuse, the sexual abuse, because I believe that he did abuse her sexually. I think all that had played a played a factor. All that was was a, all of it played a factor in it. One hundred percent agree with that. 100%. Now, as with most um, cases like this, a big problem is the media. Mm-hmm. The media puts out all this bullshit that is mostly not even true. There's, it's not backed up by any true information. And it skews the public's image or perception of what's going on in the case. Mm-hmm. And then there's a large amount of people that hear that and take it as gospel and show up in front of people's houses screaming and yelling and making all these demands. and <sighs> Something needs to be done about that. Yeah, it's a, it, You almost... I get it. Sometimes you need the public to solve a case, but it's like, you know, if you don't have to, just don't say nothing. Yeah. Don't say nothing until you figured it out. But even the detectives talking to them, they're so cocky. They were so confident. She's full of shit. She's yep. a goddamn liar, this and that, and blah, blah, blah. Yep. But then towards the end of it, when they started laying out the, uh, the, the facts, facts and the, uh, the results or stuttering sorry. like a motherfucker. Yeah. The stuff that like the trauma therapist had mm-hmm. to say, it. even her friend, who yes. is dead set, I yes. hate her, I can't believe she did this, yes. and then she was a liar, and I don't believe a word out of her mouth when they hit him with, with that truth bomb. Yep. Like, dude was, like, blown out of his fucking seat. Yeah. Towards the end, he had to walk away. He was like, I can't. That was the second friend. The yeah. first one just sat there, like, shaking his head in his head. Like, you could see as she's telling him, his eyes changed. Yeah. It's like, you seen, like, these little mushroom clouds go yes. off in his eyes, like, oh, that, fuck. That realization hit him I, he said, hard. He's like, I never thought about that. Yep. So you overlooked the largest component Mm -hmm. in figuring out why a person would do something that you deem insane that you think is totally out of the realm of possibility in that situation. Well, now you know. How do you feel now? Yeah, absolutely. He realized, he was like, oh, my God, that makes total sense. He put, like, two and two together. That's exactly how she was acting exactly how she was acting yeah like, like holy shit it made sense to verbatim him. by the book mm-hmm. right out of the handbook of yep. trauma therapist yes spiel or whatever you want to call it yeah yeah it was it was really if at the very least if you don't want to believe her story if you want to you know believe what the media said even though considering she was acquitted keep in mind mm-hmm. all this stuff that came out in this documentary followed the information from the trial what the defense brought to the table yep and her defense team believed in her so much 
she still lives with them. Yep. They brought her in. They felt bad for her. They knew that she got a raw deal. Mm-hmm. That's not normal. It's not like they're taking in every one of their defendants. No. There was just something about her. Is she a troubled person? Absolutely. Did she spend her entire like her entire life lying? But that's what she was groomed in. That's what she grew up in. Yes. You don't tell the truth. You just make up whatever story you need to to get a person to believe you. And then that turned into she's trying to secretly save money to get out of the house and get her and her daughter away from that situation. So she's lying about where she is and where she's going because she didn't want her parents to know how much money she had, how much she was earning, and what she she was was doing or what she was planning. She claimed she was trying to leave. I hope that's true. Yeah. I think it was. I think it was true because, babe. I mean, honestly, at 25, you got to be making a plan to get the fuck out, right? I did the same thing. Remember that. Yeah, he did, and much younger. Yeah. Cliffhanger, what's she talking about? Ooh, I don't know. I guess you'll have to listen to the next episode to find out. Ah, 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 ah. Well, let's end this one. That'll be it for today, guys. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check us out on all our social media platforms, which we have not set up yet. Once we get there, we'll we'll let you guys know. Thanks for listening, guys. This is True Love and Orgasm with Dave and Bad Betty. Boop, boop. <laughs>